You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, this is going to be fairly straightforward, fairly simple, a 101 to 76 demolition at the hands of uh, Wake Forest is is what we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, at this point, I there's there's not too much to say that hasn't already been said time and time again. There's not too much to say that hasn't already been said time and time again. And this isn't the fun stuff that I get to talk about. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, normally you've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. But this game is just the ugly, the uglier, and the ugliest. And I mean that. I mean that. I mean, it's... Moments like this, games like this, is why, again, I'm very fine with people being upset with Keats. I'm very fine with it. I'm very fine with people uh, saying, with fans saying, hey, this man has been just horrendous and, and something has to change here. Because there's this this thing of, oh, well, you know, we uh, if, if we just had Manny, and, uh, Manny ain't, Ain't 40 points worth of good. He He's not. Sorry to tell y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's not 30 points worth of good. He's not. And even if your argument is, well, uh, it's down the stretch late this season and, and all the things that we've had happen, all the injuries, we got 30% of our roster on, injury reserve and all that. Listen, I ain't, I ain't saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. But all I'm saying is if we look at the games from this season, most of them, sure, we've been competitive, we've been close. Absolutely. If you feel like, you know, uh, uh, Manny was just this powerhouse of a man that was going to be two times better than the player he was last year. So we'll just say that all of his stats from last year, one and a half from what they do, you're still not looking at a win in a game like this. You're still not. And again, there are a lot of games. There's an argument for it. There's an argument for, hey, that guy not being on the court definitely hurts you. This this one here, not really one of them. Not really one of them. Again, I'm not, if, if I'm telling you a lie, if I'm telling you a lie, point it to me. Show it to me. Show me exactly where I've lied to you. Uh, a ten point, a ten point a game guy. Uh, I want to say six rebound a game guy. Tell me, where am I wrong? Where am I wrong? A guy that's getting you about two and a half blocks a game. Where am I wrong? To say that he's not thirty points worth of good. Again, people keep saying, "Oh, well, you know, Keats must think that Manny is prime Olajuwon." Prime Olajuwon wouldn't make this team good all of a sudden because some of the deficiencies that we have are not about, um, they're not about a, a lack of a big. 
And again, if we go back to this game, this game was not about, oh, we, we just didn't have a big and, and we didn't have anybody uh, to stop him at the rim and all this and that. We flatly did not get it done in any facet of the game. Any. Any. And that's just the reality. Davian Williamson was their leading scorer. 28 points, 11 of 14, 5 of 7 from deep. And Manny was supposed to stop that how? Dallas Walton came in right behind him, 8 of 9, 1 from 1 for deep. 12 rebounds. Sure. Manny stopped some of that. Sure. But again, I told I just told you that rebounding was not spectacular out of this world crazy. Alondis Williams, 17 points, 11 assists. How much of that do you think, Manny Stott? Yeah, I think he erases a couple of those shots at the rim. Sure. Let's let's even give him half of those, five of those shots at the rim. Sure. So so Alondis ends up with five less assists. They get five less baskets. That's 10 points. I mean, come on, man. Come on. And the, the worst part about this whole ordeal is, again, it's not just uh, it's not just a situation of thinking about how Manny would impact the game. Let's also take a step back and let's think about the fact that if somebody told you what is State's offensive game plan, what are the sets that State is known for? What is the set that... If I line up this player here, or if I line up these three to four players in a certain position, tell me where the fifth player goes and what the action is. Do we have that? Do we have any of that? Because for our women's basketball team, when they need a bucket, I already know. All I need to see is uh, a the four and the five high and the ball handler uh, on the ball handler is going to be um, right outside the, the break of the three-point line or probably like five feet back from the break of the three-point line. And I know exactly what's happening. I know exactly what they're about to do. And you can't stop it. You can't stop it because there's so many options off it. When they run that set, here's what's going to happen. Either you're not getting through the elevator screen that's about to be set there. I'm not, not an elevator screen. You're not going to get through the double screen that's going to be set there. And one of their amazing shooters who is also handling the ball is going to throw up a shot that most likely is going to go in or that, that a good percentage of the time is going to go in. Or you can overplay that. And once you, uh, once you see the ball handler coming your way, uh, one of those bigs is going to have to jump out in order, they're going to have to jump out and, and show in order to force uh, the ball out of the guard's hand. But congratulations, because if you jump out on that, now here's where it gets interesting. Either Alyssa Kunain is going to, or whichever big, really, because most of our bigs can shoot the ball fairly well. Either the big is going to uh, get to, they're either going to pick and pop, or they're going to immediately hit the block screaming, like uh, like 30 miles downhill, like uh, uh, the, the train in or the bus in uh, that movie with Sandra Bullock and, and Keanu Reeves. Or the four is going to pop out at about the elbow. And if anybody helps from any of the other players, congratulations. Normally, they're both going to be sitting in their respective corners 
or one's going to be sitting in the corner. One was sitting in the corner, but rotated to the break so that uh, the one on the backside rotated from the corner to the break so that it's a slightly easier pass. And if you help off, they're going to burn you. And again, that is, if I'm lying, I'm flying. If you haven't seen that play in NC State women's basketball, I promise you, I can pick the game and show you that exact set. Now, somebody named that that the version of that set for our men's basketball team. And here's the thing, right? Again, I've already said I understand the injuries. I've already said I'm not coming down and being critical about certain things because have y'all noticed I have not been critical of Keats not running press? Have y'all noticed that? That's very intentional. It's very intentional. Again, I understand that you only have so many bodies. And also, a press situation puts you in a situation where you're going to pick up more fouls. Not only does it put you in a situation to pick up more fouls, you're also leaving the back line of that more susceptible to fouls. Uh, So, your bigs, which we only have two of, both of whom fouled out this game, fun stuff. Your bigs are going to be in a worse situation as far as foul trouble goes. And Ebenezer Dewana has fouled out of seven games this year. So again, I'm not telling you anything that's that's crazy. I'm not saying anything that doesn't make sense from an X and O standpoint. But again, I want to see a set that we have committed to memory that we could run, even if they cut the lights off in whatever gym we're in. If Coach Keith says, run this, the team knows what's going on. If he says, 45 pin, we know what's going on. If he says 21 horns, we know what's going on immediately. There is no doubt in our mind. Oh, man. Well, who's supposed to be doing? There's no doubt in our mind. Again, if I ask any Wolfpack fan, what what is the set that NC State has that you know this one, like the back of your hand? I I couldn't name it. And again, I just told you about the one from women's basketball, right? So you would think, well, if 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 the casual watcher knows the set or if somebody who's watching analytically knows the set, then guess what? Their opponent knows the set. That's true. But look at their record. There is no in the words of in the words of um the defensive line coach when I was at NC State, Ryan Nelson, there is no magic call. The magic is in the players. And yes, I'm talking about Keats and his lack of a set right now, but it also falls on the players, which Casey Morrisale noted, which we're going to get to in just a second. And again, I'm, I am betting that there's no way that this team comes back as bad as they are as far as ball movement offense next year because it, it just can't happen. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. Football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, folks, we've just gotten into uh, talking about, you know, why this is is so 
so outlandish or why this is so bad at we just got into talking about why it's so bad from the coaching standpoint but let's talk about the players for a second Casey Morsell noted in his post-game interview that actually it's not just what he noted it was the entire the entire post-game uh talk from him that was very open very candid and the, the type of stuff that you love to hear from leaders um he said that we've got to fix our mistakes we can't just keep addressing them and pointing them out. Fix those mistakes. If we don't, it's going to keep being the same result. He also said, we don't get trophies for competing for 25 minutes. And when asked about, uh, or I'm sorry, let me, let me read that one fully through. You don't get trophies for competing 20, 25 minutes. You've got to compete for the entire game. And then he went on to say, Everything when asked about what happened uh, down the stretch or in the second half that led to this monumentous blowout, he said everything changed. Everything, everything changed. Defense, we weren't as active. We didn't talk as much on offense. We went back to what made us lose all year: selfish basketball. That is the type of stuff that I mean. Listen, it's it's it. That's it's the truth. It's the truth. How many passes are we getting before we get shots up? And not only how many passes, how many meaningful passes are we getting? And not only that, are we finishing at the rim? And is that Coach Keats' fault if we can't do that? And again, I just spent a whole 10 minutes talking about the fact that we don't have a set. We don't have a singular singular set. That it seems like this team has committed to memory. I mean, for Christ's sake, even on semi-pro with Jackie Moon and company and Ed Monick and them, they had a set that they said, listen, we're going to run this until everybody throws up. And do you know why they ran it so much? Because when it was time, when they needed to go to something, that's where they could go. So with that being said, I've talked about Coach Keats and his shortcomings, but now on the players. On the player side of this thing, I get it. I understand that Terquavian Smith is is really, really young. And, you know, he's, he's doing what young players do, just jacking up shots, jacking up shots, jacking up shots. Six of 18. I mean, what? He missed 12 shots on the game, right? And you would think, oh, all of these are just random jacked up threes. Wrong. He missed more two. He missed more shots at the rim than he did three point attempts this game. He was five of ten from deep. And then we get to uh, we get to our assist to turnover ratio as a team now. Nine assists on twenty five baskets. Nine assists on twenty five baskets. Well, well, that's not that bad. What did, what did our opponents do in comparison? 20 assists on 39. You want to know the difference? There it is. You want to know the difference? There it is. A team that over half, over half of their buckets came off assists. And this is a team that had nine offensive rebounds. So let's just assume that half of those were putbacks, okay? Let's just assume 
that four were putbacks to still, you know, to, to try to be fair here. Let's just assume that four were immediate putbacks and that takes away from that count. You're still looking at 20 of 35. That's the difference. That's the difference. And it's not just about um, getting passes off. It's about meaningful passing, getting into good spaces, knowing how to properly space the floor, how to cut and all that. Because I'll tell you this, Terquavian Smith, for all that he is as a scorer, for all the, the amazingness that he is as a freshman, the fact of the matter remains clear. There still has to be a more concerted effort by everybody on this offense to pass the ball, to hit open players, to, again, cut and find ways to get open. That has to get done. And Darian Sebron, where has he gone? Where has he gone? It's just like, there has been a, a, there has been a good amount of games here where Darius Sebron has gone absolutely ballistic. And he's earned nights. He's earned, you know, periods where it, he is not as much of the offense or whatever the case may be. That's fine. He's still our leading scorer, averaging uh, 17 a night, right? But in a game like this that was close for so much of the way, two of eight, two of eight. Again, we're this isn't this isn't just about Keats. Can't be, can't be. And even if you look at Casey Morsell. The man who's telling us we play selfish basketball. We play selfish basketball. This is on us to get fixed. Well, okay. Mr. Marcel, how many assists did you have tonight? None. None. Zero. So, again, if you're, yes, the, the rebounding numbers were bad. Yes, absolutely. Being out-rebounded 27-42, to 42, not a winning recipe. But you know with the bigs that we have, I mean, that's just going to be the reality most nights. You know that. You know that that shouldn't be a surprise. <sighs> and that's another thing that I, I really need to talk about as far as, again, this, this can't all be on Keats. It can't. It can't. Because both of our bigs, Combined for five rebounds. No blocks. One assist. And five rebounds. They had 14 points. Combined. Uh, Jalen Gibson had 10. But again, both fouled out. Ebenezer Duana fouled out in 15 minutes. And you're going to tell me that that's on keys? This is one of those situations where sometimes when you look at a team that's performing poorly, we want to assign blame to one specific place or area, right? And it's often going to be the head coach because, of course, that's how it always goes. That's why the NCAA invented lack of institutional control, right? But with that being said, can we get serious? 
Can we get honest about, you know, we talk about, oh, Keats has to recruit better players. You know what that also means? The players here are not getting the job done. And again, if somebody were to tell me, hey, Ken, it's it's Coach Keats's fault that Jalen Gibson can't get it done. I would just say to you, in what world is that the case? In what world is that the case where one of your bigs can only pull down three rebounds in 20 minutes plus? In what world? I don't care what you say about uh, what a coach is, is or is not doing. That, to me, is the equivalent of a defensive lineman being able to hold his gap. That is the basic. That is the, you know, it's, and I say it's the equivalent because if you watch a lot of really, if you watch a lot of college football and you watch it from a deeply analytical standpoint and you watch the defensive line, it's something that seems basic. It's something that everybody should be able to do. And anybody could tell you this. My problem when I was in state was not that I was not good enough and I could not, uh, whatever gap I was in was not always going to be held down. It was that I was always hurt. I wasn't, the best ability is availability and I didn't always have that. But when I was on the, when I was on the floor, when I was on the field, the fact of the matter was simple. A majority of the time, and I'm not going to say I was perfect and it was a majority of the time, the gap that was assigned to me, you're not going to run it there. I take pride in doing my job, even if it's a small thing. That doesn't give me all the recognition in the world. Because we know in today's NCAA, ooh, you're a good rebounder. Ooh, wow, nobody really cares. But I take pride in it. I take pride in it. I take pride in when I'm on the court. I cannot control the entire team. I cannot control what my opponents do. I can control the fact that when I'm on the floor, this man is not going to work harder than me for this rebound. I'm going to be a man possessed going after that ball. And, and our bigs are just not that. They're not men possessed. They're just guys kind of doing a thing. So, again, we, you know, we, we want to blame this all on Keats. And even if you say, well, Keats is the reason he's here. Okay, sure. Sure, I'll, I'll give you part of that. I'll give you that in part. Absolutely. But, but once we get serious, can we then also talk about the fact that they're here because they're Division I athletes? And they need to do play like it. Anywho, March Madness is only a few weeks away. That means that you need to start thinking now about where you're going to run your brackets. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X, both fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks all the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for a chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. So we're about to land this thing, but I I really I'm really disappointed in this game, and it's it's crazy that it feels like we're saying the same things over and over and over again. And again, if I'm 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 gonna tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
if I'm Coach Keats, I am, like I said, the first thing, the the dead first thing that I'm doing. Obviously, you're going to have to replace some assistants. That's just going to have to happen to keep your job. And, like, you know, uh, this this program needs some some fresh blood in some aspect because it's obvious that what we got going on now ain't doing it. But the next thing I do after get some new assistants, as soon as we as soon as we start practice, I mean literally the second that we start practice, or actually even before that, look up sets that I think would be effective for these guys. And I'm going to run them. I'm going to run the heck out of those sets in practice now. Well before the season. I mean, as soon as as soon as soon you are um, legally allowed to do practice things with, uh, according, with, in accordance to the NCAA, of course. These are the sets I want you to run. This is what I want it to look like. This is what I want it to look like every single time. This is what I want it to look like. And of course, for the players, go find the things that you need to do better and do them. Our bigs in particular, Ebenezer, for crying out loud, learn some discipline, big fella. Falling out of seven games? Jalen Gibson, go see the Wizard and get some heart. Because... Getting getting bullied and, and tossed around by the other bigs in the conference. I get it. I get it. Again, I played at high level. I, I played at NC State. I know. I know. I've had terrible games. I did. Not going to lie to y'all and say, oh, I was good every game. No, listen. There was a game. I played it. When we played against Clemson in Death Valley, um, every play – that I was in, I ended up in the dirt. Every single one. I can admit that openly and honestly. Every single play that never happened to me again. Never. Never, not once. It wasn't a season-long thing. And even then, there were some other things to where I can honestly look back and admit I did not prepare the right way. I was disgruntled about some other things that had nothing to do with that game. And I did not prepare the right way. But even then, that was one game. Again, I lost contained on the quarterback from Syracuse. It cost us. Cost us a, a points right before the half. But guess what? I didn't stay in the mode of I have done bad, so I have to continue doing bad. You learn. You learn from that play. And even after that play, you don't say, well, Oh, it's bad, so I guess it's always going to be bad. You pick yourself up, you go forward, and you say, you know what? I blew that play. That's on me. But I'm going to make every play that comes my way from this point forward. And in that game, I ended up securing the uh, fumble recovery forced by Rodman Noel to secure Doran's first ever ACC win up in the Carrier Dome. Go back and look it up. I lied to you not. That, that is what these players need to do. Know that, yeah, you, you aren't playing great or things aren't going great. Sure, whatever. Don't let none of that get to you. Do 
your job. Be the best you. Go out. Recognize, what am I not doing well? And all this offseason, go work on it. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you.